Hello, I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today we will be talking about skin issues in dogs and joining us today is Larry Keller of the Lewis Animal Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, Larry. Hey, Molly. So let's start with um, just the first question. What's the most common skin issue in dogs? Uh, the most common skin issue in dogs would have to be allergies. So a dog that has skin problems, what kind of um, signs and symptoms are we gonna see with a dog with those kinds of skin issues? We definitely see a, a very wide range of skin problems. Uh, we definitely see a lot of itchiness. We see a lot of licking at the paws, a lot of shaking the head, a lot of ear infections. Um, we see a lot of skin infections. Um, skin infections not only from bacteria, but also from yeast and fungus. And you mentioned allergies being a common cause. What about um, chicken fleas or um, infections? What are some other common causes? Yeah, um, we, we've been very fortunate in probably the last 20 years in the fact that we have some very, very effective flea and tick meds. Um, we do see a lot, not a lot, but quite a bit of flea allergies. Um, that's where an animal is allergic to the, the saliva of a flea. When it bites them, it causes a, it causes a reaction and has them have a skin infection secondarily to it. Um, if you talk to any older veterinarian, um, one of the older veterinarians used to in my clinic, he said that that when with the advent of flea and tick meds, that the the flea allergies we saw dropped dramatically. Whereas what they were seeing was probably 60 to 50 percent of their allergies we're seeing were all fleas. And by the time it came out and it really started working, it probably took about three or four years before we had you know really broad spectrum uh, flea and tick meds. You really saw it go down from about 60 percent of their business to maybe about 10 percent of the business, um, which is great. It's a great win. Um, for dog comfort and really helping their skin get better. Um, you see a lot of a lot of food allergies is another type of allergy you see. You can just see some some um, benign ear infections, the fact that it's not caused by anything other than when you give them a bath, get a little bit of water in their ear, um, or they, they go out and they get in the lake and they get water in their ear. That's a very common thing we see with that. You can see skin issues related to cancer. You can see where you start to get some um, some degradation of the skin cells and you start to have some some major major problems that you can have because of that um, you can also see some other parasites that you see especially in younger dogs um, one would be scabies another one would be demodex uh, both of those are are mange um, but they're two different types of mange demodex is a type of mange that typically affects younger dogs it tends to be an immune related problem and not in the fact that it means their immune system is really weak or they have an autoimmune disease it just means that their immune system is weak to the demodex mite itself and what happens typically in a normal dog that doesn't have an issue with demodex if they get it they get it as a young dog you treat it and they mature out of it and they don't have a problem now there's a small percentage of dogs that will for out there throughout their entire life have an issue with with demodex and they will have mange but luckily we really now probably in the last five years have really gotten some great treatments that are very affordable and, and very good um, to help get rid of that um, scabies is a is a type of mite that's extremely contagious it can happen to any dog of any age uh, once you get rid of scabies um, you're done it's not something that they continue to live with or have problems with throughout but scabies is a type of skin problem that we can get um, you can actually get scabies from your dog, 
but we are a dead end host, meaning what will happen is, is that they will go into our skin and burrow and die. And then you get really itchy, but you have no other effects. It's not something that will affect you for a long period of time or anything like that. Once your dog's rid of scabies, you're rid of scabies. You don't have anything to worry about. You're not going to carry it to another dog either. Ringworm would be another one that we can see, again, more in cats than dogs, but you can see it in dogs. And that typically will, will look like your, your classic ringworm thought. You're going to have a, a very circular area that's, that's going to have no hair in it whatsoever and usually a crusty ring on the outside of it. Um, it, it some, some ringworm can transfer from, from dogs to people. So if you think your dog has ringworm, if you ever treat it or you're looking at or messing with it, then make sure you wash your hands afterwards. How do I treat my dog's skin issue? Is it medication? Is it diet? Supplements? <laughs> yes and yes and yes. Uh, there are a lot of options and it really depends on the, on the skin issue itself. Um, again, we, we've been very fortunate in the last five, 10 years to really come up with some really, really good treatments that are affordable and really effective and, and can really help a lot. Um, itchiness is, is something we see a lot. There are, there are two new drugs out on the market that by new, I mean, probably in the last five, 10 years that have come out that have been really, really effective for itchiness that helps a ton with allergies. Allergies in general are extremely frustrating. There is, you know, especially my first time clients with allergies, I tell them allergies are frustrating. There's probably a hundred different treatments for allergies and different ways of treating them and not, nothing works the same every time or is effective for every animal. A lot of time was trial and error and it's what you can afford and how severe the dog is. There are some, some skin problems that we see, a little scratch, a little contact allergy. You can simply put some ointment on it and that's it and they do better. Um, scabies or, or Demodex, you know, we can definitely talk about, actually there's flea and tick meds now that can really help get rid of that. Whereas we didn't have that option before and it's extremely effective and, and really pretty cost effective as well. Now, if I see my dog is starting to lose its hair, what could that be? Why would that be happening? So hair loss, it, you know, allergies are definitely a reason for it. You can have where they overgroom, they, they lick themselves too much and cause that. You can also have some endocrine disorders that can cause that. Um, the, the two most common that we, that we see is a thyroid problem. Thyroid will actually cause hair loss because it locks the, the hair cell in a, in a phase that it can't grow anymore. So uh, you'll see some dogs that will go to the groomer, they get groomed down and you realize there's a patch of hair that won't grow back um, or it's just a stubble and that's all it is. Um, that's definitely something that, that we see quite a bit of. Cushing's or um, hyperadrenal corticism is another thing that we tend to see hair loss, especially around the rump, um, around the, the hips. That's something that you can definitely see quite a bit of as well. How would I go about preventing flaky or dry skin on my dog? So flaky or dry skin, there, there's, there's shampoos you can do out there. There's some oatmeal shampoos you can do. Um, they help a lot. What I will tell you with a lot of the medicated shampoos, especially the stuff that we have that helps out with dandruff, um, is, is uh, letting it stay on for a long period of time. Typically, most shampoos I give you, I will have you suds them up and have them, have them soak for 15 minutes. 15 minutes is a long time. It doesn't seem like it. You're running, you're, you're doing stuff. Seems like 15 minutes go, goes by. Try and sit still for a minute. Try and sit still, not do anything for a minute. It's going to seem like an hour. Okay, so this one can be kind of a scary one for dog owners, the hot spot word. What is a hot spot and how do I treat it? Yes, a hot spot is very common, especially in the summer. Uh, it's called a hot spot because it's a spot on the dog that's, that's warm. Um, so more or less, a hot spot is a warm, moist dermatitis or pyoderma or a skin infection. So what happens is you have, say, uh, a, a bug bite. 
say they um, stepped on something and they poked themselves and got itchy. You get this area that has hair and then they either lick or it gets moist just from the infection that's developing in there. And then the skin, the hair goes over and makes a big bandage on top of it and holds all that moisture in there. And getting, getting that moist dermatitis into a, a dry, open area is going to help a ton. Um, another question is, how do I tell the difference between a lump, a bump, a skin tag, or a tumor? Um, how do I tell the difference between those skin issues? You could say every single one of those is a tumor. A tumor is just an abnormal growth um, or a mass. Um, a lot of people hear those terms when I talk to them about it and they get scared and they think that when I, when I say that word, that that means their dog has cancer. It doesn't. It, it just means that there's an abnormal growth. That's really what that means. When I say your dog has a tumor, it just means your dog has an abnormal growth. Um, skin tags. Skin tags are basically just kind of what they sound. You have a little piece of skin that's just hanging off. Um, and it's just an extra skin that grows. I see some, um, they tend to not be much of an issue. Um, we can remove them. If we, I tend to not knock a dog down just for a skin tag, but if I'm knocking them down for something else, such as a dental cleaning, then I might go ahead and take that off at the same time. Um, lumps and bumps versus cancer is not so easy just to tell just by touching. Um, you know, you can definitely take them to the veterinary and they can take a, you know, get a feel on it and give you an idea about it. The only true way to know whether it's something to worry about or not is to get a biopsy on it and look at it microscopically to figure out exactly what it is and, and what you have to do about it. Thank you, Larry. I know skin issues can be really scary and sometimes hard to figure out for a lot of dog owners. So really appreciate all your great advice and information. No problem. My pleasure. All right. Thank you. Yep. More episodes of Care Experts can be found at carecredit.com slash care experts. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. To get more information on how Pets Best Pet Insurance can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected veterinary expenses, visit petsbest.com. Or for more information on the Care Credit credit card, go to carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including Care Credit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information. Pet insurance coverage offered and administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108, or Independence American Insurance Company, a Delaware insurance company located at 11333 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 160, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85254. Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, California agency number 0F37530, is a licensed insurance agency located at 10840 Ballantyne. Commons Parkway, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28277. Each insurer has sole financial responsibility for its own products. Please refer to your declarations page to determine the underwriter for your policy. Terms and conditions apply. See your policy for details.